Amen. When God begins to convert men, after bringing men together, He will release an, a hand on them. And that hand on them is the hand of prayer. God is going to fasten them. God is going to quicken them. God is going to equip them so that they become people of prayer. Hallelujah. Praise God. A man who has not gone into the school of prayer will still fail. I say what? Would still fail. It is our failures that have driven us to prayer a lot of times. So when you know that you don't want to fail again, then you begin to pray. Hallelujah. If you are not praying now, and God has given you a wealthy or a strong destiny, don't worry. A time is coming, not everywhere you pray it. So the earlier, the better. Hallelujah. Praise God. The civilization that we are in is such that God cannot put himself in it. Because when God created man, he says, let them have dominion. Let mankind have dominion, authority over the earth. Hallelujah. He says, let man have dominion. He did not say, let God have dominion on the earth. So, if God would intervene in the, in the civilization of this world, or in the affairs of this world, or in the things of this world, it means some people have set down the incense of prayer. Hallelujah. So, prayer is you giving God permission to work on the earth. Hallelujah. That is why a lot of things will go wrong if you don't pray. One thing that Adam never learned was praying. Our man, Adam, never learned prayer. He was in the garden. Kasu. Papa. He was doing that. How did they get to the apple tree? What are they looking for at the apple tree? <laughs> Somebody say a <laughs> Hallelujah. If Adam learns prayer, or if he understood prayer, that thing would not have happened. Adam was not in heaven. Adam was on the earth. <laughs> that the garden of Eden was in heaven. The garden of Eden was placed on the what? And where man was. Hallelujah. So Adam lost something. Adam lost his mark. God created Adam and God created other things. But God placed a mark on Adam. 
there was a mark on Adam. And the Bible said, after God created everything, and Adam named them. The Bible said, Adam named them according to how they were. Amen. Whatever Adam called their name, that was what it was. So before the creation of the world, the names of the animals were already there. Hallelujah. Praise God. In eternity, there was already the names of the animals. Amen. So how did Adam find the name of the animals and say, this is good, this is flying? How? Because there was a mark on Adam. So he was able to distinguish himself or make a difference by himself by peeping into the spiritual realm. Adam was not just living in time. Adam was also living in eternity. Adam was not just living in this time. He was living in eternity, in the life of God. So he, he could understand the things that were before the creation of the world. So Adam went into eternity and said the name. This one is a lion. This one is a tiger. This one is a goat. And when the woman was brought to Adam, the Bible said that Adam was on the floor. He was dead. God made an operation upon Adam. Remove the ribs to form a woman. And the Bible said, the moment God brought the woman to Adam, Adam woke up and Adam said, this is bones of my bones. How did he know? The man has peeped into eternity and he saw that a time is coming. There is going to be a creator called woman. And she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. So in eternity, the destiny of creation was already written. But because there was a mark on Adam, he was able to know all these things. So it was Adam who said that the man shall leave his father, his father's house and his mother's house and shall cleave unto the world, the woman. And the two of them shall become what? One flesh. So it was Adam who introduced marriage. Because in eternity it was already planned that there will be some creations and they will, and they will be given to us to marriage. So because there was a mark on the life of Adam, he was able to taste the grace. But one day, but one day, the Almighty Adam, the Almighty God could not find him in eternity anymore. So he has to come to time. He has to come to the presence to search for Adam. He could no longer 
locate Adam in eternity. For God is a spirit. They that was worshiping must worship in the spirit and in truth. So, by the spirit of Adam, he contacted God in eternity. But one day, God could no longer find Adam. Mind you, God was not looking for Eve. He was not looking for what? Eve. He was looking for Adam. Because upon Adam, there was a mark. Yes, Adam. Yes, Adam. Adam, Adam, where are you? And the man, he gave the weakest answer and the most, well, let's say foolish, or the weakest answer of a man who carried the mark of God. A man who could build into eternity. How could he hide from God in time? That he had to hide himself in time. Hallelujah. He hid himself. Adam, where are you? I am, I am, I am afraid. I am naked. I am naked. Because the mark has been removed from his life. So he became naked. The mark was what made a difference in his life. But when the mark was removed, what happened? He became what? Naked. So there's something that God <laughs> by his intelligence and by his pre-ordination and by his pro-creation has already a mark for each and every one here of, of Esme. That is why when you take the palm of your hands, take your fingerprint, it can never be the same with this one. There's a unique mark upon the life of everyone that singles it out to his purpose. There's something that differentiates you for your own purpose. But a lot of people, they will die naked. Because the mark never came upon them. The man Isaiah, before I told Isaiah, let me tell you about the man King. God said, I will put a what? A mark on you. <laughs> and the kind of mark I'm going to put on you, if anybody sees you, the person is not going to kill you. So, yes, a mark that God can place upon a person and it will single out that person from any kind of mother. Father born, nobody killed him. 
So he died by himself. Because a mark was placed upon him. Look at the man Isaiah. From Isaiah chapter 1, sorry, chapter 2, 3, 4, 5, he was still saying, Woe, woe unto this, woe unto that, woe unto this. Talking, 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 talking. talking. He was, he thought, Isaiah thought he was prophesying. Amen. From chapter 1 down to chapter 6, Isaiah thought that he was what? Prophesying. <laughs> when he got to chapter 6, the Bible says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. <laughs> so, from chapter 1 to chapter 6, or chapter 5, what have you been saying? <laughs> So the man thought that he has been prophesying. So after he saw the Lord, he gave the next thing he said. He said, Behold, I am a man of unclean lips. <laughs> so we have been using unclean lips to prophesy. Chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4. So everything you said came from what? Unclean lips. Meaning, it was not accepted before God. So, when Isaiah beheld the Lord, he saw Seraphim, a different type of angel, with six wings. With two wings, they covered their eyes. With another two wings, they covered their legs. And with the two wings, they fly. They were around the throne. Of fire and used it to touch the mount of what Isaiah. What happened? They put a mark on Isaiah. So from that day, it was confirmed in the life of Isaiah that he is a prophet. He is now the spokesman of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So now, after chapter 6. You will not start hearing, and I will give you a sign, said the Lord. And she will be a virgin, and she will give birth to a child, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. Hey, so down from chapter 7, Isaiah now fall into the line of prophecy that God wanted for him. Hallelujah. Praise God. So when God placed a mark upon Isaiah, his life changed. His, his purpose was now clear. Hallelujah. A mark. A mark. A mark. Because of I want us to pray this evening. I have to have this more. To engage you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. God told after Isaiah and the prophet went, God called a man called 
John the Baptist. Call what?
Saul was traveling to Antioch to destroy the Christians there. And then all of a sudden, a light from heaven hit him and he was down on the floor. All of a sudden, somebody who was a killer, a murderer, he went, he went to hide to learn the word of God and came back later to become a mighty apostle. So they said the man who was who once was killing, you know, Apostle Saul thought that he was working for God. Do you know that? Do you know that? He was going about killing the Christians. So he thought that yes, these Christians they they, they are bringing, they want to come and change the Judaism. So he's going to kill them. So he thought he was working for God. So that day he read that light. He said, Who are you, Lord? That day, the Lord Jesus Christ placed a mark upon him. So he now started working according to the heavenly plan and according to the heavenly purpose. And after some time, Apostle Paul said something like this. He says, do not disturb me again, oh, because I bear the mark of the Roman name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The mark of heaven was placed upon this man. So his life became different. Hallelujah. There is a mark. There is a mark. There is a mark. There is a difference that God is going to place upon you. And your life will become different. Your life will become different. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you, you want to see that in your life? How many of you, you want to begin to work according to the plan and the purpose of heaven for you? Maybe you are not ready, but me, I am ready. Hallelujah. I don't want to be like Isaiah shouting, whoa, 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 whoa. No. I want to see the mark of God upon my life. I want my life to influence my generation. I want my life to speak in my generation. Hallelujah. So that in eternity, when I return back to eternity, it will be said of me, yes, he went and he fulfilled his purpose. So it was said of Apostle, Apostle Paul said to himself, this, I have, I have run the race. I have, I, have, I have run the race. I have kept the faith. And I have finished my course. And now there is set for me a crown in eternity. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you run without a mark, if you run without a mark, you will not receive a prize. Do you hear what I'm saying? If you run without a mark, you cannot receive a prize. Hallelujah. Look at the man Mars Monroe. 
Look at the man as moral. In our world today, you cannot talk about kingdom without talking about man's moral. Look at the man Benny. You cannot talk about the Holy Spirit apart from Benny. Look at the man Kenneth again. You cannot talk about faith apart from Kenneth Because the Lord has placed a mark on this soul. Hallelujah. I want to see your hand upon my life. I want to make a difference in my generation. I don't just want to die anyhow. So that some of you, when you get back to heaven, and then they open your ready sign. They open your ready sign. And then they begin to take, hey. This man was supposed to travel to Italy. He did not go. He was supposed to raise five dead men. He did not do it. He was supposed to, to heal ten cripples. He did not do it. Now, turn the next page. He was supposed to. Oh. When you stand in eternity, you say, Ah! What did I use my life to do? So I want somebody tonight to rise up on the streets and say, Lord. Place a mark on my life. Place a difference in my life. Hallelujah. 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 I want you to rise tonight and talk to God. That will place a mark in my life. You place a mark in my life. You place a mark in my life. You put a difference in my life. I call it what's the tepari. I want to bring a table. A pastor to Paradai. A label Sata Paradai. I call it Prabhupada. I thought you were going to open your mouth and shout. I thought you were going to open your mouth and shout. Oh Lord, bless your mouth upon my life. I thought you were going to put a demand upon God. Are you one of them that just came to walk through time? Or you came to make a difference? Is that how you are going to pray this night? The man Jacob refused not to allow that angel go. It's exposed a mark of our life. Is that put, put a mark on my life? The man refused to allow the angel go. He said, I will not let you go. So he knew that there was something that was missing from his life. 
He has been going through a lot of troubles. He knew there was something that was missing from his life. So that day he had an encounter with that angel. He knew that something must be placed upon his life. He knew there must be a man that must be placed upon his life. So he wrestled with an angel. But some of you, it doesn't look like I see you wrestling tonight. He wrestled with the angel. I will not let you go unless you bless me. I, I, Tonight. 
one day Yahweh visited him. He said, I am going to place a mark upon your life. I will put a mark upon your life. Your name shall no longer be called Abraham. Your name shall be called Abraham. You will be called the father of many nations.